Welcome to Zoom Into Insurance. I'm Eric Matisic, the CEO of Highwing. And on a weekly basis, we like to bring together thought leaders across the insurance and technology industries to talk about innovation, the tools and the technologies they're using to really move the industry forward, but most importantly, how they can create bottom line value in their firms, leveraging technology to move them forward. Today, we have an amazing guest, Ian McCartney. And for those who don't know Ian, he's the head of digital and innovation at Argo Group. And formerly, he'd spent time leading operations at Marsh, and prior to that, uh, AIG. So from carrier to broker to carrier, he's got an incredible background and history of understanding innovation at scale. Most importantly, Argo is a global leader in specialty insurance, and it's been so fun to watch Ian from the ground up start to apply innovation not, within the entire organization uh, to start to really drive bottom line progress, both between the carrier and broker relationships, but most importantly, the efficiency within the firm. So Ian, thank you so much for being here today. Great, Eric, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to Zoom into insurance. I really look forward to having this discussion and I'm excited about uh, the future in insurance. Um, from my perspective, I've been in the business about 35 years, obviously coming from Scotland and um, um, not from Brooklyn, as most people think. Um, but, uh, you know, from my perspective, I've been uh, head of operations uh, in the broker side as well as the carrier side, as well as starting as an agent in the business many, many years ago. So my, my role today as head of, of digital operations and innovation at Argo, uh, I've been with them just over two years. Uh, the goal, uh, the CEO's goal of bringing me in was to, to really help Argo become a digital insurer of the future and start to look at our overall strategy around digital and build a, a strategy that really targets the, the next three to five years and become a leading um, you know, digital insurer, but also tying it to AMBEST's new requirements um, for all insurance companies to, to now actually achieve innovation standards. Those, those, those standards were brought out just over two or three years ago, um, two and a half years ago, actually, uh, and those are a key part of the audit for insurance companies and part of their overall score when it comes to the rating from the agencies. So no longer can people fudge the fact that they're being innovative. They actually have to prove it. Um, and uh, having just gone through that audit and we scored very highly, we're not allowed to tell you the score, but we can tell you we're in the top the top 10% um, of all insurers that were audited. And we feel very good about how, how our innovation has gone and, and the planning around that. But uh, from our perspective, it was really just building an innovation environment and culture from ground up. Because at the time Argo, when I joined Argo, didn't really have one. And I can talk more about that if that's relevant. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be really uh, awesome for the listeners to understand. I mean, especially um, having spent time in your career at AIG, um, running tour technologies you know, in partnership with Marsh, um, you, you've been able to see innovation step by step over the years, and now you know being able to put uh, the full force of your energy and, and experience against it. You know, how did you really start to begin building that innovation culture at Argo? And you know, what did you step into, and what were the pieces you started to assemble uh, to to really uh, bring it to where it is today and be in that top ten percent? And I think that's so. Thank you for that. I think that's a great starting point. I mean, having worked at Marsh as head of operations and then persuading them to buy an InsurTech. Um, um, you know, that gave, and then running that InsurTech for them gave me great experience to come to Argo as I moved on. Uh, that InsurTech was very successful, but coming to Argo was able to start to look at not only how we 
um, manage um, historical systems, but how we can start to build uh, digital solutions going forward. Argo has a has a you know a partner in India, and like most insurers, where a lot of the work is done very manually. So from my perspective, it was really about starting to look at two things. One, how do we? What is our digital strategy uh, based on what we have today? But also, what where is our digital culture, right? And also uh, our innovation culture. So uh, starting with innovation culture, we actually. Uh, got some employees to, together from around the, the world, really. We built a, a, a grassroots innovation culture and strategy, implemented a system called Bright Idea, and we now have, you know, a, a full-on innovation cu- culture. We have a council, we have a sharp t- we have sharp tank meetings every quarter. Um, we have awards. You know, people can actually see their awards coming through the system. People can vote on them. Three of our sharp tank ideas um, are running through this year and, and employees will be paid tens of, of thousands of dollars for those ideas on implementation. But at every stage, people are encouraged to do that. So that really has driven a culture of innovation. You wow. know, we have co- we have colleagues all over the world suggesting and using the system. But, you know, that's just from that. But they also get access to the executive team at Shark Tank level. So people are, they come in, they present to the Shark Tank, the execs, the execs vote on it and the execs also become executive sponsors of those ideas that move forward. So from that perspective, that has been a huge success for us in just building that innovation culture. But what it's also started to do is to drive people to start to think about process efficiency, you know, and innovation in the daily roles. And, and it really helped us as we move to that sort of second piece, which is, how do we become a digital insurer? So, uh, you know, I took uh, our digital team to India to look at the, um, you know, we have 300 people inputting data and said, okay, we won that automated in three years. So we, we recently partnered with Accord because we got a lot of our submissions to Accord and we have now automated our submission process using AI and machine learning so that everything that comes in doesn't need to be typed, right? So, so we're now using, uh, we've rolled out automation of submission. We've rolled out a workflow system, um, and we're we're also rolling out this digital distribution. And what that does, three things: people don't have to type things in. It comes in, it can get declined very easily. Uh, goes back to the broker. The broker can get the declination they need or the the the, the wholesaler. Um, and also, what it does for us, it, it fits into our the 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 submissions we want so we can prioritize those submissions if if they can be automated through our digital distribution platform it'll quickly turn around a quote if not it'll go to an underwriter and we can watch the workflow system to see real time how our underwriters are, are turning around those submissions so those are sort of three key areas where we've targeted first um, and then from that perspective we've we've brought in Salesforce to really help our distribution and our partners to make that experience a lot better for them in, in terms of that, you know, coming to join Argo and, and making part of it and then it might becoming part of the Argo family as a, as a partner and distributor uh, and then make that whole process very smooth. We're, we're not there yet, but we've got a lot of work to do, but we really like to be best in class. And then I think the final piece for us, because Argo is a company of acquisitions, we're, we're, we're rolling out Duck Creek, 
to, to bring into uh, uh, one system or policy and claims management. And that's something we're doing um, across the US. As well as in the UK, we're implementing a system called WaterTrace to manage our Lloyd's business and, and build a workflow and border role management tool. So all those things combined, we're really starting to get at as becoming a digital insurer. But it's a, it's a as you know, it's a long journey. So it's a three to five year journey. Incredible. Uh, it, it, being able to have the experience to start to select really good technology, get the systems to communicate and cooperate, effectively be connected. Um, what's been the secret to the, the, the human transformation? And one of the biggest challenges we see is that you can pick really great tools, you pick really, really great platforms, you have a great strategy, but actually getting uh, the teams inside of world, you know, world-class carriers to start to change process and adopt new technologies um, it, it's not always fast. You know, what are, what are some tips for the road as it relates to getting the entire team to follow that innovation uh, engagement as well? Yeah, and, you know, having been in the marshes and the AIGs of the world, you know that, um, you know, it's, that's not always easy in a large corporate. Working in a flatter management structure like yeah. Argo with more commitment from the CEO to get this done. So I think having senior leadership approval to do it, we, we definitely have got rid of some people who were naysayers around this and were brought in people to really help drive that strategy. But I also think picking the right partner, I'll, I'll, I'll use our, our partner for, for a workflow, Appian, they're great. They, you know, they basically, we agreed, we did an RFP process, but they came up with really a package that really worked for us. They provide the team, you know, their packages around, you can have this team for a year, you can do as much as you want in the year. So we've been able to deploy workflow technology in eight weeks in, in, in agile sprints, and we're really getting it wow. done. So they've, they've our RFP process has brought us to a good stage where we've picked the right vendors, but we've also looked at, Eric, which I think is important, is buy over build, right? So where can we just pull it off the shelf? But in terms of the submission automation, we have a digital team who are really very super smart working with Accord. We have, we've built that ourselves and they, they, they can now offer that to other carriers. So we've combined the ability to bring in the right people, make sure we pick the right vendors um, and have the right people with the mentality to get things done, roll their sleeves up. Um, and also make sure that the technology partners deliver what they say they will uh, and hold them their feet to the fire if they don't. So we've been doing that a lot, um, but it's been very successful because the RFP process has brought to us some really good partners, as well as making sure we have the teams in-house to actually deliver when we decide to build the functionality or partner around it. That's awesome. Uh Sitting, sitting where it, it, from your uh, perch in, in the innovation perspective at Argo, um, it sounds like you're starting to use Salesforce and Duck Creek and working on some automation uh, systems uh, for ingest. What are some of the big technology trends that you're seeing? Uh, you know, that's that's kind of supporting that uh, and, and supporting those applications. Like, well, what are some of the things you're most excited about to you know to really supercharge those core platforms? I think for us, you know, some of those. Let's be honest, some of those platforms are not new, right? They're not, uh, you know, Duck Creek's been around for a long time. I think some of the things that gets us excited about this is really that from a workflow perspective, is really start to see what underwriters do on a daily basis and, and how we can help drive submissions through the business, right? So we're excited about automation of submission, helping our partners and wholesalers get better service, 
be able to drive the workforce. Obviously, with Pat COVID, that's helped, right? So implementing that. But I think for from our perspective, it's really around starting to use a lot of that data and analytics that we haven't in the past, Eric, to start to drive results and strategy. So taking things like, you know, looking at workflow to say, you know, we get 20,000 casualty submissions a year from X uh, and we quote and bind 10% of them, right? So what are we starting to do? So to start to use that data, I, I, I just created a data and analytics team, brought in a new leader, We've, we've hired some data scientists and some analysts, and we're going to start to take that data and really start to drive, uh, look at results out of that data rather than say to leaders, here's your data, actually use the data, build um, tools so that we can actually start to influence results and then grow our business based on that data that's coming from uh, Workflow, Duck Creek, and our submission process. I, I think I answered your question. Hopefully I did. Did as as you're as you're starting to see uh, you know like if the thousand plus carriers that are you know uh, around the world um, doing a lot of different things to to underwrite risk um, the ones that you're seeing that are most innovative that are starting to set themselves apart you know it sounds like you're doing a lot of that work in Argo but you know a year from now five years from now what's what's really going to be the defining factors that's going to differentiate uh, you know the, the best of the best in that group. I think the key key to that is 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 digital solutions and insure tech solutions. I mean, as you know, we 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 uh, we have uh, a group here that Argo, which we've just spun off, and we invest in insure techs, right? So one of the things we do here is we we invest in insure techs, but we also keep an eye. We bring insure techs to help us solve for some of the problems we have, and some of the challenges we have. You know, tied to your last question, I think really from our perspective making sure that we're keeping aligned with what's going on in the InsureTech world. We have a POC going at the moment with an InsureTech around how to solve claims as early as possible, you know, whether, you know, pretty much before they happen um, and make sure they don't run, or, you know, run through 100, 200 days, how to reduce your capital spend by getting claims resolved quickly. So we're, we have an InsureTech in-house who's helping us solve for that. We're going through a POC uh, we did a small POC. So for us, I think the insurtech, the insurers of the future, constantly have to be looking at what's what are insurtechs doing today. Bring them in to help solve some of the problems where you don't have the right people to do it. But also, I do really believe a huge part of the future is data science, because you know using your data to really start to, to predict and analyze what what you can do is super essential. Um, we, we built a tool last year um, for our Argo Pro financial team, which basically um, we use AI and machine learning and it saves them about 30 to 40 hours uh, uh, submission because it collates all the data, pulls it all in together, drops it in the underwriter's lap, and all of a sudden you can turn a submission around very quickly. So I think data science tied to making sure you understand or partner with insurtechs are critical in to the future of, of being successful, in my opinion. Well, it sounds like uh, the product you built internally could be a, a business by itself. I'm sure there's a lot of other carriers that would love to be able to license that technology. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're just doing the same for the, we're doing the same for the public. So it was public. We're just launching the private one too. So, yeah. Congratulations. Do you think uh, our, our, our brokers are ready? 
and you know how how can carriers help brokers uh, you know start to be uh, more efficient and more ready to to uh, be able to handle some of these new digital opportunities. Well, I think that helps that I would say the operations for Marsh in the US, right? I think I have a, a unique insight into that. You do. Yeah. yeah. I think the challenge from a broker's perspective is they have, you know, so many, so many people to, especially if you talk about risk management space, they have so many carriers to go to. So even if we talk about the Argo space, which is SME specialty, what we're trying to do is make it as easy as possible for brokers to come to us, right? The last thing a broker wants to do is have to put enter 10 go into 10 different systems to enter the details of a submission, right? They want to be able to just send a submission out and get people engaged where they need to be engaged. So from our perspective, what I've challenged the teams to do is make sure we understand, you know, what the needs of the brokers are. Here's the challenges. I've walked them through the challenges a broker has in getting data um, and then how they they submit um, business to us. So let's go back to the data piece. We're, we're working closely with two or three data uh, insurtechs to start to gather the data that um, we would normally get from a broker or where we see the gaps, right? And we're working with our broker partners to say, okay, you know, we've got these entities who can help us partner to fill gaps in here, uh, whether it's statement of values or whatever the information is, so that we can actually say, you know what, just you, we, would, we want to get to, Give us your name, give us your address, tell us what you do. We'll do the rest, right? So that's one of the things we're working towards. So the brokers don't have the hassle of doing it, that we can gather all the information we need. Again, that's going to take a year or two. Insights is a big example of that, but we're also doing the same on our casualty and construction teams. So making it easy for brokers to submit their business, not have to, to go to 10 different applications, and be able to pull the data from them, and from a single source and that they can use that across the board and then also make sure that we can help them fill in the gaps from a data perspective, understanding that we know that they don't get a lot of data from their clients. It's, it's, it's interesting that you, that, that you are talking about kind of trying to consolidate that data. Um, I think that, you know, when we think about the data chase that happens uh, in, in between broker and insured, really trying to put together that submission profile um, it's it's a heavy lift, and uh, you know I think the more that carriers can do to start to accelerate that, uh, that's a really exciting prospect. Um, and uh, what what do you think from an insurance perspective? Um, you know, is there any is there any uh, um, things that you have or you're thinking about that start to really impact the insured from the carrier's perspective, either either from claims or uh, even from the the start of the renewal? Yeah, I think so. So you're right. For and claims is a big piece. You know, in my previous show with Torrent, you know. We were actually we had uh, we built some tools around actually allowing people and it was specific to flood using their phone to actually not only report the claim but actually they could use an application to actually take pictures, timestamp them, show it would show heat temperature, it would show level of water. So the technology out there today is super smart, and uh, you know in the PNC industry it's, it's we're, we're getting better, but we're not close, right? So there's a lot of opportunity in the claim side to really help drive that. To your point, we are working with Accord on how we automate the first notice of loss, and from a client's perspective, and to be able to provide the client with much more opportunity to just do that from from their device, so that they can then push it through. To, and we would then use AI machine learning to actually pull that through straight into the claims uh, adjuster's hands. 
as well as the project I mentioned earlier, where we see, okay, th this claim has happened and we know it's happened here and, and this is the type of claim it is. So if you give it to Eric, his experience as an adjuster, he'll get this claim resolved in 10 days. Otherwise, it'll run for 150. So we're trying to use automation of first notice of loss, the ability to use devices to actually use that for whether it's pictures or claims information, and then make sure we get the adjuster to the right, the right adjuster to the claim quickly so that we can actually get the, the claim resolved because in many cases, if it doesn't get resolved, it's more about wrong resource, wrong experience, client gets frustrated, client gets a lawyer, it becomes expensive for everybody. Whereas we settle it early, we get the right experience for the client, the client's happy, they get their money, we all move on. So I think a big focus for us is on the claim side and yeah. how we can automate a lot of that transactional stuff. I think the personal lines, insurers have done a much better job of it but because I think it's easier for them to do, no disrespect. I think in the, the PNC side, the commercial side, it's a lot harder. But, you know, we, are, we, we can see many ways of where we can get at it as well. So when you think about from a broker's perspective and, and some of the innovations that they're deploying, um, how, are the, how are carriers, um, like, what are you seeing to be really supportive of those efforts? I think one of the challenges, I think, as you mentioned, is that if you need to send to multiple markets and you know since in multiple packages like how do you see that starting to evolve where carriers start to be you know brokers to overcome uh, some some of the challenges of that to just cut down time in the transaction um and as carry and, and as brokers start to deploy some of their own tools how, how do you support them in their efforts are there are you supporting them uh, with with your team internally or there are you are you partnering with them like how do you how do you start to see that and, and what does it take for a broker to be interested or interesting to argo to, to be involved in something like that so yeah, when, so we have a team who works, you know, obviously exclusive with all our, all our partners. You know, some of the folks in there, you know, working with with yourself and, and other brokers directly, or uh, it's more about how do we partner to, to do the right things for your clients, right? So, so we've had we've actually had client broker forums as part of our innovation council to talk to clients directly and have the brokers in the room about what the challenges is. We also have broker forums where we talk about what their challenges are uh, and actually try to talk about and, and resolve some of those challenges. And, you know, a lot of their challenges are in, internal uh, as well. Uh, and a lot of it, uh, it, it revolves around good quality data, benchmarking of information uh, and, and able to understand, you know, what the carrier is looking for. So for us, it's more about how do we make their job easier you know, whether it's an automated submission or whether it's helping them find the data or actually just making sure that we we spend more time with them and their clients to understand the client's needs. Uh, because a lot of the brokers now are, are focusing on risk management services, benchmarking of, of pricing in the industry, using that benchmarking around how the client's appetites to buy. So using benchmarking data with the carrier to, to show limits, losses, how they can manage, risk manage the, 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 um, the client's needs. So I think a lot more of the focus has shifted to there, Eric. I mean, the submission piece is what it is. It, it depends also on the broker's capability and desires. You know, the large brokers are all trying to get to that submission automation piece. Some of the smaller brokers just don't have that capability. So coming to, to, you know, to you guys to be able to help with that, 
I think is really great because they don't have the capability, the resource or the money to do it. Uh, and, you know, working with yourselves or, or us, where we can actually help pull that and say, to them, what, if you do this, it'll make it a lot easier, you know, working with, with Highwing. And then we can then start to, to make their journey easier as well as you making it easier for your clients at, at the front end. Easier. Uh, our, our North Star at Highwing is to try to save time in the procurement of insurance. And it's intentional in the construct that we just, uh, I, think, I think all of us believe that the faster we're able to conduct business and the faster we're able to collaborate, uh, the better client experience we're going to have, uh, you know, for our clients who are, 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 you know, trying to just fearlessly buy, um, you know, middle market commercial insurance. So yeah. uh, as, as we're wrapping up today, um, I really want to thank you for taking time to, to be part of Zoom and New Insurance and appreciate your counsel and leadership uh, uh, in the industry. And most importantly, just uh, uh, watching you innovate at Argo has been uh, really, really incredible just to see uh, inside of a, a big insurer, uh, being able to move quick, but apply technologies, but also start to get your team to follow suit uh, to be really effective. Um, and congratulations again on being in the uh, you know top 10% uh, of, of AMBES uh, ratings as it relates to your internal work. That's, that's incredible. Um, we, always like, we always like to end Zoom into insurance with our principal point. Uh, and our principal point is, uh, you know, for, for those core broker principles uh, and carrier leaders, uh, that are really trying to embrace innovation as we go into uh, this insure tech revolution. Um, what, what's your one point for them to be really successful as they not only take advantage of insure tech, but create real bottom line value for their firms? Well, I think, I think it is really just to, to open your mind to partnership and, and really, you know, the challenge sometimes when you're in an organization, you, you're, you get focused in the organization, right? I think just expanding your scope and your, your, breadth to other organizations, what other people are doing, what insurtechs are doing, and really spending some time around looking out there and seeing what's going on. Because for, from my perspective, that's been one of the best successes we've had. We've brought insurtechs in. They've failed fast, but they've quickly become uh, partners for us as well. So helping people solve your problems, even though they fail for a while, you get there eventually. So, so don't be scared of working with people to get to the right solution, even though it takes time, because ultimately you'll solve a lot of problems that the industry couldn't get to, um, you know, and hasn't got to by being patient and working with others. For an industry that's built on relationships, it's always uh, encouraging to hear that uh, the future of insurance is better, deeper partnerships uh, to be successful. So that, I think that's incredible advice. Well, Ian, thank you so much uh, for being part of Zoom into Insurance today and really appreciate you taking the time. And we can't wait to see uh, what's up next and uh, see you live at InsureTech Connect. It's gearing up to be the party of the year for the insurance industry. And uh, I'm sure for all those listening, I can't wait to see all of you there as well. And again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you very much, Eric. It was great to speak to you.